Hello, and welcome back to The Myth Within. I'm Dr. Maples, and I'm very pleased that you could join me here today. Today we're going to continue our exploration of the Brothers Grimm story, Old Sultan. To this point, Old Sultan has seen better years, and his owner is ready to put him down because the owner feels that Old Sultan has no use for him anymore. Old Sultan, unable to earn his keep, has seen better years. Um, his youth has waned, and he is nearing the winter of his life. The owner's wife pleads with him to let the dog live. However, the owner has um, a pretty harsh viewpoint on the matter, and that if Old Sultan is not able to earn his keep, Old Sultan must perish. In an attempt to prolong his life, Old Sultan makes a deal with the wolf. In the last um, in the last segment that we explored this, the wolf was indicative of that wise creature. The same wisdom that enlightens us as we fall into consciousness. Um, we we notice this motif as a biblical reference within Genesis where a deal is made with a snake or a creature that brings humanity wisdom, but in its essence also creates the fall of into consciousness. And so Old Sultan makes a deal with the wolf, the shadow here um, of the story, the antagonist, if you will. And when the wolf, um, when the wolf negotiates with Old Sultan. They devise a plan in which Old Sultan will save the youth of the child, the divine child in the story, um, the child of the owner and his wife. And in this deal, Old Sultan is allowed to save the child and chase the wolf off, but as with any deal, there's also a price to be paid. And so when the wolf negotiates the deal, he doesn't tell Old Sultan what he expects in return, which is that Old Sultan will allow the wolf to come and partake of the owner's sheep, something that Old Sultan prided himself on um, during his youth in protecting. And so let us continue with the next part of the story, and then we'll analyze the themes present. Here... We're reading Old Sultan by the Brothers Grimm. Soon afterwards, the wolf came and wished him joy and said, Now, my good fellow, you must tell no tales, but turn your head the other way when I want to taste one of the old shepherd's fine, fat sheep. No, said the Sultan. I will be true to my master. However, the wolf thought he was in joke and came one night to get a dainty morsel. But Sultan had told his master what the wolf meant to do, so he laid wait for him behind the barn door, and the wolf was busy looking out for a good fat sheep. He had a stout cudgel laid about his back that combed his locks for him finely. Then the wolf was very angry, and called Sultan an old rogue, and swore he would have his revenge. So the next morning the wolf sent the boar to challenge Sultan to come into the wood to fight the matter. Now Sultan had nobody he could ask to be his second, but the shepherd's old three-legged cat. So he took her with him, and as the poor thing limped along with some trouble, she stuck up her tail straight in the air. 
The wolf and the wild boar were first on the ground, and when they epsied their enemies coming and saw the cat's long tail standing straight in the air, they thought she was carrying a sword for Sultan to fight with, and every time she limped, they thought she was picking up a stone to throw at them. So they said they should not like this way of fighting, and the boar lay down behind the bush, and the wolf jumped into a tree. Sultan and the cat soon came up, and looked about and wondered that no one was there. The boar, however, had not quite hidden himself, for his ear stuck out of the bush, and when he shook one of them a little, the cat, seeing something move and thinking it was a mouse, sprang upon it and bit and scratched it, so the boar jumped up and grunted and ran away, roaring out, Look up in the tree! There sits the one who is to blame! So they looked up, and espied the wolf sitting amongst the branches, and they called him a cowardly rascal, and would not suffer him to come down till he was heartily ashamed of himself, and had promised to be good friends with old Sultan. The End that tale. After the deal is made, Old Sultan is happy to be in his owner's good grace again. However, there is a payment to be made. Um, we see this motif um, common throughout many fairy tales, throughout legends and myths in general. When we make a deal with something, we're actually making a deal with the shadow aspect of Psyche, and that deal always has payment attached to it. Now, this reminds me of the ideal behind the deal with the crossroads that um, musicians such as Robert Johnston or Paganini have been spoken of partaking in. There is a deal to be made at the crossroads, and really when we're at a crossroads, we look at two competing aspects of psyche. We're moving in one direction, but then we have to move another one. Now, the direction here was one of old age, which Sultan is a wise dog. He, he knows that he has to make a deal in order to prolong his life, in order to get into his owner's good grace. But in that deal, there's also a payment to be made. So a sense of wisdom needs to be brought in to overcome the deal that is to be collected upon. And so Old Sultan um, speaks to his owner of what has happened with the wolf and how the wolf is beginning to look at the sheep as um, a collection of payment for the deal made. Now, if we look at the symbolism behind sheep, it's very Christian in essence. It's also very spring-like. So there's motifs of youth versus old age throughout this tale. Now, sheep are associated with spring, um, the newness of life, the freshness of life. And in this, um, the wolf, the shadow, it's coming to grasp upon this freshness that's there. Now, this is a common theme because we all age. We all move from a sense of not knowing into knowing, of unconsciousness into consciousness, of youth into old age. And the wolf here is willing to steal the youth, which old Sultan sought to protect throughout his life. But at what expense? Old Sultan made a deal 
to prolong his life. But in making that deal, he also has to face the payment um, necessary. And so he tells the owner there, and there's a sense of humility and of humbleness that is there, that he puts himself out there, that this is what happened. And this is the source of true wisdom, how wisdom could impart upon youth that um, capacity to protect it. And so here the owner begins to protect the child, and in it, the wolf and old Sultan begin to come at a crossroads yet again within themselves. While the original crossroads was in between youth and old age, the dog and the owner, service versus incapacity to serve, the new crossroads is really in between that fall into the deal versus the antagonist that's trying to collect upon the deal. So Old Sultan has to create the means by which um, he fights for what he believed to be right. And in this case, it was the life of the child, it was the life of the sheep. Now, here we see a warring motif occurring. The old sultan gets his friend, the three-legged cat, and here you got a sense of lameness happening. Um, there's, there's not um, some warrior that's coming down the pike to take on the wolf and save the day. It's an old dog and a three-legged cat who has to use senses of trickery present to fight two animals that are much larger and more ferocious than they are. I think, in a way, almost anyone loves an underdog story, and how is an old dog going to take on a wolf or a three-legged cat take on a wild boar, for that matter? Well, here we got trickery, we got illusion, which brings us back to the shadow motif again, that when, when we make a deal, there's a trick present, because the psyche requires a deal. Any form of growth requires a deal. You have to give up what is old in order to come into the new, and so we got a rejuvenation pattern here. And the illusion present is this tail that sticks straight up that the boar associates as a sword and becomes frightened. He doesn't want to fight in this manner. Um, he wants to bring it to the animal realm, not to the human realm. And when he begins to hide, the cat, acting upon its natural instinct, sees a mouse um, with the ear and the tail and begins to attack it not knowing it's the wild boar. And here, by pure and sheer accident, the boar begins to run. He's frightened. He's scared. And he's scared because there's an illusion present behind this deal. The illusion is that the deal once made is set in stone. However, the deal always circulates back upon itself in order to promote further growth. And this is an area of how consciousness works. The newness of consciousness has to make a deal to fall within itself in order to make sense of the world around it. Here we see the boar making sense of his world as it relates to his perception of the cat's tail. However, once that sense is made, 
we also have to take a look at what really is in front of this. Is that a sword that's following us, or is that a cat's tail? Well, in the case of Old Sultan, it's a cat's tail. We're told that. However, in life, sometimes we begin to make swords out of what really is truly a cat or a shadow that's being seen in the distance of one's eye. Now, anxiety evokes as soon as we see someone with a sword or something that we perceive to be a sword. Think of if you were to walk down the street and see a tiger. Now, that would be a very frightening thing, um, especially where I live. We don't tend to have tigers walking down the street. That would evoke fear as a means to go in, to shelter, to hide, either to hide, be paralyzed, or run. The second option is to fight, and here we see the boar really begin to hide. There's a paralysis present. When the cat perceives the boar to be something that's not a mouse, out comes the bravery and he attacks. Well, because the boar saw the sword, or the tiger in this aspect, he was fearful. So he got paralyzed. Now, how many times do we see this in horror movies when a person um, gets paralyzed and no longer exists to survive? It's the same process here. Because the boar got paralyzed into a sense of inaction, the evil aspect or the shadow aspect in this part loses. The antagonist begins to lose. And on his way out, he points out where the wolf is, by the way, who orchestrated this whole thing moving forward. Now, wolves do what wolves do. Shadows do what shadows do, just as snakes do as snakes do. And here we see an aspect of a wolf that is trying to help his old friend, but all deals come most of the all deals come with a sense of help being attached to them. If I do this, then it will help me to achieve this. If I do that, then it'll help me to achieve that. The wolf is able to talk Old Sultan into this because Old Sultan has a need that is being required at the time. If he's unable to prove his usefulness, he is unable to live out his life for another day. However, when the wolf goes to collect upon that, as wolves always will, there's a sense of evil that comes in because now the wolf wants to take something away from old Sultan that he held dear throughout his life, and that's the life, the newness of the sheep. As the boar looked up and showed the cat and old Sultan where the wolf was, they sat and wait just so the wolf could see that what was the true essence of who he was. Now, when we help people from a perspective of true intent, we want to listen. We want to help. That's where friendships form, and that's where relationships form. And all of this is relational in essence. We see the lame cat and old Sultan working together in relation with each other to create the means by which they win this battle. We see the 
the dog, Old Sultan, and his owner working in conjunction with one another after Old Sultan saves his child from the grasp of the wolf, of which Old Sultan made the deal that the wolf would grab. We see the, the mother of the child, the wife, and Old Sultan working in relation with each other as a means to provide that sense of security needed so that she could nurture the child. Now here we see a phase of newness moving into oldness. We see that there is a sense of cowardice present and shame present. When you go to collect upon a deal from a sense of evil deeds. Now, he, at the end, we see that um, Old Sultan did allow him down after he promised to be good friends again with him. There's a sense of wisdom here that's permeating through this story. We fall into newness, we fall into consciousness, and deals are made where we do not have control of it. However, those deals that are made often do get collected upon. To what end? Now, if we make deals to help our fellow neighbors, to help our fellow people, to help our fellow animals, we create the means by which reciprocity allows everyone to amplify from the same deal that is made. This is an aspect of consciousness, of wisdom, that the elders do know. However, when we make deals from the perspective of individual gain at the expense of the collective that's here, what ends up happening is that one party may benefit at the expense of all, and that creates a sense of shame. That, cr that creates a sense of cowardice. That creates a sense of division. And how much of that do we see today? Now, there are some true lessons here in this story. I'm reminded of the biblical verse, when we think as a child, we do as a child, we speak as a child, and we act as a child. I'm paraphrasing here, but when we become conscious as a, an adult, a man, a woman, we think as an adult, we think, as, we act as an adult, we create as an adult. This is how consciousness matures. There are deals to be made. As we know, even in Genesis, we make a deal in order to fall into consciousness, but we have to be forgiven for that original fall. We have to work out the parameters by which we could overcome that fall into consciousness and engage a more wise mind. Here, Old Sultan doesn't hold the wolf accountable for being a wolf. That's fine. He's a wolf. He always was a wolf. They didn't say that he was a um, wolf dressed in sheep's clothing. Here we see a wolf acting as a wolf. When we begin to accept things for as they are, right here, right now, we begin to see wisdom emerge from these stories, from the stories of our lives even. 
we fall into consciousness. We make deals to elevate ourselves. In those deals, things will be collected upon. The end goal eventually is to create the wisdom and the contentment needed to sit in the here and now, to be present, to allow a wolf to be a wolf, to allow a dog to be a dog, to see a three-legged cat not as being a sword or a source of anxiety, but to see a three-legged cat just as is. And there's beauty even within that three-legged cat. There's beauty within that old soul of old Sultan. There's beauty within that wolf, just as there is in the farmer who has corrected his actions and saw that sometimes there is some great use to be found in the wisdom offered by old age. I hope you enjoyed the story in this um, analysis of the themes of how old Sultan really tells of a tale of how youth transcends into old age, how youth transcends into wisdom, how the circular journey of life, consciousness itself, expands upon itself to bring us closer in communion with all that is around us. Until next time, my friends, I wish you namaste. And may peace and blessings find you as you advance confidently in the direction of your dreams. Have a good day.